Hello, hello. So I am trying something different because I've become very stuck when it comes to podcasting. <sighs> I feel like one of the reasons that I'm sure I've said this before, one of the reasons that I'm here is to fly in the face of the narrative that we've got to do everything one particular way. Like this this idea that everything has got to be consistent and it's all got to look a certain way. And whenever I find myself in that energy, um, it causes me to become quite stuck because it's just not who I am as a person. And in my design, it's not who I am. <laughs> I'm a receptive, um, emotional, so my energy changes. And as a projector, my energy also ebbs and flows. But how I see the world... I would consider to be pretty different to, to most people. And that honestly has caused me to have like um, some struggles in my life because I've always felt like an outsider or that I didn't fit in. And I think that has sort of, it sort of shows up when I think about podcasting as well, because I'm like, oh, well, it has to look this way. And then I've got to like spend all this time editing it. And then I've got to like, get the transcript and then I've got to put the show notes and all of this sort of stuff and when we peel it back to what a podcast is and what it's about it's about being creative and all of those things including the consistency of recording the podcast fly in the face of creativity in my opinion so it blocks my creativity and I just don't want to do it anymore. But I noticed this morning around, okay, are we like shutting down the podcast? Like, what are we doing with it? Um, what's happening here? And every time I thought about getting out my microphone, setting everything up, um, and then fast forward into the editing and stuff like that, in my body, I felt like um, a tightening like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> My body is like, I don't want to do it. Um, so then I was like, okay, cool. So if we don't want to do it that way, that's fine. We can like totally close this. But this morning, as I've just written the newsletter, oh, I hate calling a newsletter. <laughs> I've just written to the email um, list. And I was like, do you know what? I have got stuff to share and I really want to help people how about if I just let myself flow, you know, how about if I just let myself flow and let's like not make it a whole big deal with recording the podcast, like who cares, like if it, if it comes out every week, who cares if, if it's set up like everybody else, surely when we talk about the new paradigm, etc., like Surely some people have to do it differently. And I feel like I'm one of those people. So hello, I'm recording this on my phone. Um, I do have the Spotify for podcasters app and it has everything you need here inside the app. And that's what I'm doing. I'm holding my phone right now. I'm not doing a microphone. It's not on my laptop. I'm not going to edit this. I'm just talking. So 
what am I going to say? It's <laughs> the next thing. I guess I wanted to like just update you on that. Um, I guess I wanted to update you on so many things. There's been so many changes for me behind the scenes. It's been very gradual. I feel like I've been on this journey of change for the past, well, forever, <laughs> let's be fair, forever. But mostly this year, there's been a lot of changes for me, a lot of um realizations a lot of me getting closer and closer and closer to who I authentically am it's been a whole uh lesson and journey and it's been uh, now from outside looking in it's been really beautiful I've needed to give it so much time and space um I think again like we can try and micromanage like timelines of how much time we have to discover ourselves or how much time we have to change something or how much time we have to pivot, et cetera, et cetera. When honestly, you can't give it a timeline because it really is like, it's kind of like art, right? You see artists and they go away and sometimes they go away for like a year. I'm thinking of like, um, is it Terry Pratchett? He wrote Year of the Locust. His his book before that was I Am Pilgrim, which I absolutely loved. It's quite gory though. Um, and I, straight away when I heard that he was bringing out his next novel, I went on the wait list uh, to pre-order it. And I was on that wait list for like two years. And I kept getting these emails like every few months saying, oh, the, the date of release has been pushed back. It's been pushed back. It's been pushed back. And initially I was like, oh, for goodness sake, like, you know, everybody is like on the edge of the seat waiting for this, for this novel to come out. And then I was like, if you consider a journey of uh, creativity, uh, writing like that, or like you moving through a pivot or change in your life, it ebbs and flows, right? And it's not something that we can't make an artist or a writer be like, hey, fit it into this amount of time. If they're feeling like creatively blocked or if they're, they're potentially changing their voice or do you know what I mean? And I think in the online business world, aren't, mostly we, we try and fit everything into this, timeline or idea of how things are going to go like if you're going to change something in your business you're gonna start to talk about it and then you'll plan out the whole pivot and you'll do like what that's going to look like financially and everything else you'll build a new program and then you're going to go onto Instagram you're going to start to announce it and you'll tease it and then you'll say it's coming on this date and then you'll change your branding and all of this sort of stuff is always the same that's how we're supposed to do it do it using inverted commas but for me I'm just like why do we all have to do it the same way I'm sure like 10 years ago it wasn't done that way like we created this system <laughs> we created this system so therefore we can create a new system but it's going to take people to step outside of the lines a little bit and be like ooh. I'm going to do it a little bit differently. Um, so for me, like some of the changes have been around discovery of like what I feel like is missing in my life and what I feel like I truly desire to, to bring into my life. Um, now, a lot of that has been around community, connection, friendship, um, that type of thing. So I've been really working on building 
deeper connections outside of my business, which has been so great. Like I've met some amazing people recently, especially in the Thursday, um, it's called Pitch and Mix that I go to on a Thursday here in Cambridge, meeting some new people, all different ages, all walks of life, all different types of businesses. And it's not a classic networking vibe. It's very much like we chat. We talk about all sorts of stuff. If someone has an idea, then we can all give our ideas, our opinions on on that, our experience. And then uh, we choose a topic to talk about that day and we all pitch in and talk about that topic and our ideas around that. And it's just been so great. It's such a creative, cool space with some really interesting people. And then I've really been making time um, and space to connect with friends. I spent Monday with a really good friend of mine. She came to visit here in Cambridge. I was away in London for a weekend seeing one of my closest friends. Um, I've organized some stuff at Christmas. So I've really been intentional there around that. And honestly, I'm at a point where I was like, thinking about like, am I getting a full-time job, right? Because I want this sense of community and connection. And I was like, first of all, let's see if we need to create this in our life. And I talk about this a lot with my clients, like often, not always, but often your business cannot give you everything. And what we do is when the business is not giving us everything, it's not fulfilling all of our needs, we get frustrated and angry with the business, like it's a person, and we get bitter and resentful about the business, that it's not working in our favor, blah, 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 blah. And what I would say is like, your business generally cannot give you everything. So you have to do some work around creating stuff in your life to fulfill and meet the needs that you're missing in your business. Do you know what I mean? So I don't want my business to be my life. And I think the the lines have got crossed. Is that the thing? They've got blurred around life and business where they've become one. I want my life to be separate from my business, you know? So I was like, okay, so what do we need to do here? So I had to really push myself out of my comfort zone, if I'm honest, to create more connections and friendship because as somebody who has been a business owner, is a projector, does like their own space and I've had this business for almost four years and I've done a lot of solo traveling, it's very natural for me to spend all of my time by myself and you can get stuck in a rut. And that's what happened. I was completely stuck in a rut um, in all areas. And I was like, okay, we need to change something to, first of all, I know I want friendship and connection. So how can we create that outside of the business first? Um, so that's what I've done. And it's been, it's given me so much to the point that it's changed so many things within my business. You know, I don't feel like I need to be in my business all the time now. You know, I've got other stuff that I want to do, like, yeah, stuff that I want to do, like friends to meet, people to talk to. <laughs> um, and there is like, I am still considering the job route. Now, when I think about getting a job, like, 
I want to say like I hear this a lot as well like oh I'm never getting a job again because like it's toxic or corporate life I hated it first of all I think I've mentioned this before in a podcast um I never had a toxic um environment of a, a, a job environment it never happened to me yeah I've had shitty jobs before of course I think we all have but I didn't leave the I didn't leave my full-time job to move to Asia because I hated my job. I loved my job in fact and I loved the people I worked with, but I wanted to try something different. I wanted a big change and that's what I that's what I did. Um but I, what I would say is like we look a lot at like limiting beliefs around money and things like that, but rarely do we look at those kind of beliefs around that every job is toxic or every workplace is toxic it's kind of saying like every cafe has shit coffee or every cafe is always too busy do you know what I mean we wouldn't do that you know so for me the idea of a job is actually a really nice idea um and it's not that I'm like close my business to get a job I've talked about this on on in my email list like I'm really working with this year, like having it all, having it, but having both instead of this or that, you know, it's not job or business. It's both of them. And the reason for that is, and why I'm, I'm still like pursuing that or researching that or looking at that is because I feel like the job would give me, it would satisfy a lot of needs that I feel like I'm potentially missing. And for me, it feels like it would be really fun. Like it just, I get to see people. I like the idea of going to work. Like for me, I feel like that would be fun. Now, potentially that's because I've had good experiences in work, uh, potentially. But yeah, I was like, cool. I mean, this is something that I want to look at. So that's been like a, a learning curve for me. And also looking at, okay, so how is the business going to look then if I get a job as well, like with the two of them? My God, there's been so many things. Like you'll notice if you follow me on Instagram, I got rid of all my labels because I was like, who am I? What am I? And it was always like, well, I'm qualified in, I'm qualified as a life coach. I'm, I did this nonviolent communication training, which was amazing by the way. Um, and something that was for me personally in my life, I needed that. I've been really working hard this year on communication and also saying what I want, um, as well as like going towards what I want. But also like I've done trauma-informed training. I've trained in like Reiki and energy healing. And um, there's so many things that I've become certified in. The counseling, I did the certificate in counseling, all of these things, right? And I was really struggling to pinpoint, oh, well, what does that mean about me and who am I? But I was looking at who am I through the lens of all of those labels. And I was just like, oh, this always feels off. And every time I gave myself a label on Instagram, it just didn't fit who I was. And I was just like, like, forget about this. So I just deleted that label, you know, the line where it says Charlotte and then it says certified life coach or whatever it says I just deleted it and I was just like I don't care I'm, I don't want a label 
And something that I have realized is that I also am not a coach anymore. I've decided to hang up that hat. Um, I really feel like what I've learned over the past few years in this business is I am definitely here to guide people, of course. Um, and there's elements of the, my old business model when I was doing like spiritual work, I'm using inverted commas, um, that kind of work and tarot readings and stuff like that. I felt more open because I just called myself an intuitive guide. I still had the qualifications, but I just was more open in that. And even now talking about that, it feels more open to me. Um, whereas when I think about life coach, I'm just like, I just, I don't feel like that's who I want to be or who I am or what I do, do you know? So that was a big shift for me to be like, I'm not a life, I'm not a coach anymore. No, it's not what I want to do. I don't want to do it. So yeah, that took a, took a while to work through that one. And one of the things then I did like for Black Friday was offer tower readings again. Now, again, I had to overcome a few beliefs around that because I obviously used to do tower readings. So then there was this like connotation that I was going backwards. Um, there was an idea that people would perceive me differently because I'd almost like moved up this proverbial scale of authority um, into this person of like, being this coach and all of this sort of stuff that offering tarot readings would bring me back down the scale or people wouldn't understand or people would view me in a different way. And I was just like, all of that narrative has been created by conditioning. It's actually not real. Um, and when I let myself do the tarot readings, I was just like, do you know what? I'm just having it all and having both. I'm just going to have fun with it. I like doing them. Um, people always get such great guidance through them, you know, and I always get great feedback from them. And you know, I was like, I'm just going to offer them and see what happens. And I had so much fun. Um, I really enjoyed doing them and I've put them back on my menu now, if you're interested, the back there on the menu. I do need to make some tweaks about the timing of them. They're currently at 20 minutes, which worked well, but... Um, yeah, I might offer some longer ones as well. Let's see what happens. Um, and to some people like past clients, I've been doing like guidance sessions where they've just been dropping in for these sessions. They're not coaching sessions. They're not human design sessions. They're very much guidance sessions. <laughs> like, okay. Um, again, like with the labels, but yeah, I've just been really focusing on being more open about how I want my life to look and that there is a possibility for me to do all the things that I enjoy and that's okay like just because you're not 100% in your business or you're potentially stepping out of being 100% in your business into a job and your business or you're stepping out of your business completely and you're like moving into a career what I would say is like we are always evolving and changing and I think when we try and like pigeonhole ourselves and be like it's bad if you change it that causes so much dissonance for people that 
then they're conditioned to believe that they're they're bad if they change. So then they end up on this route of something that's unfulfilling for a long time because they're too worried about being wrong. Do you know what I mean? Um, when I think in the online business world, there was a lot of push towards like moving away from your job into your business. I definitely felt that. Like I, I was looking, I wouldn't say I was lucky. I mean, I did so much work on on my business, have done so much work on my business that I was maybe mm, 18, I would say it was about 18 months into my business, something like that when I managed to leave my job and go full-time into my business. And that was like a big milestone. What was kind of funny though now reflecting back on that Um, I feel like maybe I shouldn't have done that to be honest with you, because I, I, like I said, I I had a part-time position at that time. Well, I moved it into part-time. I was teaching, um, and I kind of missed it. Taking that away took a, took away more than what it gave me, to be honest with you. Um, but I was very much living from this place of, I have to be fully in my business else it's not real or this is like a, an achievement I need to meet is by being fully in my business. And I think that is still a thing, but it's not as hardcore as it used to be. It used to be like a major thing that you should be wanting to move away from your job. And I saw so many people take the leap too early and then end up like feeling like very unsafe because the income wasn't there or it was very like up and down. And I saw people like then go back into their job and feel really bad about it, you know? And I think we just need to change the narrative of a job. Like it's not, having a job is not a bad thing. I think some jobs are great, you know? I think they're fun. Like what's wrong with having a job? you know? Um, so yeah, that's kind of my current dance. I've, I've learned a lot about myself this year, particularly in the past six months. Um, I don't fully know what the end result is going to be because maybe there isn't an end result. Maybe it's like ever changing. There's a lot happening behind the scenes for me right now. And that's probably why I haven't been showing up as much on here or on Instagram. And I realized that I just didn't want to be plugged in all the time. I wanted to like live my life more. Um, so that's kind of all I sort of have to say. I'm hoping that I will be back a bit more now if I just do it this way, instead of having to feel like it has to be a whole thing and a whole setup. And I think next time I'm going to talk about this idea of a highest timeline, which I just wrote to my email list today. Um, and I'll put the, I'll try and put the link below here somewhere if I can figure it out on my phone, if you want to join the email list. But a lot of people during the recent tower readings were asking questions like, how do I connect to my highest timeline? How do I become my highest self? How do I pivot into a better version? Those type of questions, very big and broad questions. But I wanted to like debunk this whole thing around highest timeline, um, and what that is and how to connect to it. Um, yeah. And I would love to talk about that right now, but I'm not going to talk about it right now. Um, I will do it in a future episode. So 
Yeah, I hope to talk to you again soon.